When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So, We want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it. And then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hey, it's another great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. And I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you, each and every one of you, you, you are special to me. And I am thankful for the fact that you've carved out time in your schedule to listen to this show. And today we're going to have a show to help you find your way to wealth, your uh, your whistle, okay? Finding your way to wealth using your gifts and how you can use your gifts to grow an empire. And as well, we're going to talk about lessons from some of the wealthiest people on the planet, from somebody who has walked with them, talked with them, and been with them, and had relations and private conversations that will give you insights on how they became wealthy. 
This is going to be an incredible show. I want to thank you. I take a moment at the beginning of every show for that minute, God's Minute, uh, by Dr. Benjamin Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor at Morehouse College. Then I take a moment to give God glory, to give him praise, to give him gratitude, an attitude of gratitude. And I'm thankful for all that he has done, all that he has blessed me with. I am thankful, of course, for this show. I'm thankful for my speaking uh, career and my opportunity to travel around the world to giving speeches. I'm thankful for the books and the radio and the television and the media. But I'm most thankful, most thankful for life and strength. And I am grateful that God gave me another opportunity. And I give God glory for that. I know everybody doesn't believe like I believe, and it's okay. I'm not trying to convert you, but I do want to make sure I take a moment to give honor where honor is due. So I give God glory. Then I take a moment to thank our sponsor. Our sponsor has been a tremendous partner with us. They're not just a sponsor, they are a partner. Uh, We're happy to have the support of Truist Bank. And I want to tell you about Truist Money and Mindset. The way you think and the way you feel about money can affect your confidence, and your total well-being. That's especially true when life throws you challenges. So money and mindset from Truist give you tips and tools to help you feel more financially prepared through your life to plan moments or when life just happens. It is an incredible resource. Check out money and mindset by Truist by going to Truist dot com t-r-u-i-s-t dot com when you'll find it in the main menu when you start with care you build a different kind of bank truest bank my guest today is uh, someone who i have a relationship with from my relationship with high point university many of you have heard or know that i was recently this year named to be an artist and residence at High Point University, where my friend, Dr. Nido Cobain, the wisest man I've ever met, is the president. He asked me after I was there last summer if I would emcee the the opening day of the arena. And I said I would be happy to. And I spoke and sang and, and emceed the event. Afterward, his team said, we've got to get Dr. Jolly as an artist of Resident joining luminaries like Steve Wozniak and uh, Mark Reed, the founder of Netflix, and and Chris Ullman. You might not know his name, but you know his work, the impact he's had. He also is an artist of residence at High Point University. He is the chief strategic uh, communications expert or the top uh, communications expert for strategic communications in the country. And so he is also now a artist of resident at High Point University. Let me tell you a little more about him. He is, as I said, a strategic communications expert, one of the best. He worked for many years at the Carlisle Group with David Rubenstein and uh, was able to really help them tremendously. But that's not all. If you read all of his resume, you would find he also has a unique gift that has taken him uh, to presidents and to the Oval Office of the White House to uh, the uh, be around the Chinese delegation when they were at the Chamber of Commerce, one experience after another. He is a world champion 
whistler. That's like, like a whistle. Yeah, like that kind of whistler. He is a four-time national and international whistling grand champion. He has performed with orchestras for presidents at major sporting events. On The Tonight Show, his repertoire includes classical, blues, jazz, Broadway, birthdays, rock and roll, patriotic songs. He serenades more than 600 people annually on their birthdays. And he published a book called Find Your Whistle. Mm, I like this. Find Your Whistle, Simple Gifts, Tough Hearts, and Changed Lives. And he was inducted into the International Whistling Hall of Fame. He is the founder and president of Allman Communications, a strategic advisory firm based in Washington, D.C. And he has appeared on, including the Tonight Show, CB Sunday Morning, Washington Post, The Wall Street Journal, uh, Fox and Friends, NPR, All Things Considered, and Today Show. And today on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. So it's my pleasure to have my friend and 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 peer and fellow artist and resident from High Point University, Chris Ullman, as my guest. Welcome, Chris. Wow, that was an amazing introduction. And I, too, am blessed for life. And I am blessed to be on your show today and to have a chance to chat with you. And, and uh, I hope your listeners find this to be interesting. And we're going to help them find their whistle, their gift in life. Really excited. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Well, well, I gave him the thumbnail sketch. Where are you from? Where did you go to school? How did you become a strategic communication expert? And where did you learn to whistle? Well, I grew up in New York on Long Island and uh, started whistling when I was around five years old. My father is a pretty good whistler. And that uh, started me on a journey. So I'm 59 now. So I've been whistling for you know, 55 or almost 55 years, which is, uh, it's a long time to, to pucker and blow. Um, and so I grew up on uh, Long Island and then I went to college in Binghamton University, which is part of the state school system in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I came to Washington in 1987 and I've been here for 35 years uh, doing communications. I've worked in the White House, I uh, worked on Capitol Hill, I uh, worked at the Carlisle Group, which is a global investment firm, did that for 18 years and four years ago started my own little boutique consultancy. But I've been whistling the whole time. Uh, so I've had this, like these two layers. I've had my career this whole time, and then I've had the whistling, like just uh, overlaid on top of it. And so I've I've whistled in all of my jobs. That's why I have all these crazy stories about what it's like to whistle for the president. Uh, what it's like to whistle for the Chinese delegation, uh, whistling with orchestras and for birthdays and and all that. So, uh, so it, it's been quite a journey. Wow, I am most impressed with the book and how in the book you say one thing. I had to, I had to mark it up. I love this book, by the way. It's called "Find Your Whistle: Simple Gifts Touch Hearts and Change Lives." And his simple gift was the ability to become a world class whistler. But someone asked him a question, and I read this part. It said, uh, in June of 2016, I did a radio interview on whistling. The host asked me why I whistle for people on their birthdays, and out popped a description I'd never used before. I said, it's a ministry. The word ministry actually startled me as it left my lips. A ministry? Even the radio host was a bit perplexed. And I was 
I was stunned for a moment, but then I pondered. I'm a corporate communications executive who whistles for people's on their birthday, a hobby, a pastime, and not a far-reaching science or spiritual counseling session, but the way it moved people's lives, the way it helped them. My whistling means to touch people's hearts and lives in a simple way and deliver joy and goodwill. And it helps them feel better about themselves and their futures. Whoo! Ministry, you know, ministry doesn't always come in a way that we see with a, a collar or a, uh, a robe or something like that, but the impact it has on other people's lives. And that's what you wrote about in the book, how President Bush and and other presidents have invited you in to whistle for them. And many uh, celebrities have had you whistle for them. And people who were just struggling, millionaires, billionaires, have said, whistle, I need to hear your whistle. It's almost like, reminds me of like, in the Bible, there was King Saul who would have David, young David, who eventually became king, to come and play the harp. Now, David was a warrior. He was a leader, but he also had a second gift. He could play the harp. And when King Saul would feel depression coming upon him, he probably suffered from manic depressive or bipolar. They didn't know what that was then, but he would have David to come and play the harp. And he said it would change his mood. And I guess that's your gifting. You have this one ability that is scientific, specific with strategic communications and helping people to sometimes to grow their brand and sometimes to get out of mess, messy situations. <laughs> but then on the other side, you have this gift, this ability to whistle and how it lifts people's spirits. Am I right about it? Yes, doctor. You, you phrase it really well. It's, you know, the subtitle of the book is Simple Gifts Touch Hearts and Change Lives. Because whistling is not rocket science. This is not quadratic equations. Uh, I'm not solving cancer. Uh, this is very simple. But I've taken this simple gift and I've tried and I've developed it. I put a lot of work in, so uh, that's that's important. But it's still a simple gift. And but the thing is, rather than keep it to myself, I'm able to share it with people and bring little joy to their lives. So I so the the whistling ministry. It, that word did shock me when it came out of my mouth. It, 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 it like startled me. And I'm like, a ministry? And then the host said, a ministry? How could that be a ministry? Well, think about it. And, and, and your introduction uh, to our conversation was so important. The gift of life. Yeah. There is no greater gift from the Almighty than life. And what is, what, what, what's a birthday? A birthday is acknowledging the day you came into this world. And... I have this great opportunity to honor people on their birthdays and to be able to do it 650 times a year. Is wow. Wild. It's wild. So I, it's amazing. So, so, here's so hold note. that thought. Yeah. Hold that thought. Okay. We're going to come right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, my special guest, the author of the book, Find Your Whistle, the number one strategic communication expert in America. We're going to talk about that when we come back and more. Or, this is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best and the best is still yet to come. We'll be right back.
to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast. I am so grateful that each one of you has taken time out today to listen, whether you're listening on the radio or whether you're listening on the podcast. I am grateful for your listening. Now, I would ask you to do me a favor. Share it. Share it. Share it with your friends, your family members, your co-workers. Tell everybody you know that hey, you should make this part of your weekly routine to listen to Dr. Willie Jolly. He brings the best and the brightest guests every week. And he always focuses on not about politics. He doesn't focus on negative news, always on positive subjects and how to help you win more. And in fact, I want everybody, if you would, to go to winwithwillie.com. Winwithwillie.com. That's my suite of sites. 
where you can sign up for my daily one-minute motivational videos every day, or you can go on YouTube or Instagram to get them. Also, Facebook. But you can also, on that one-minute, uh, that Win With Willie, I'm sorry, Win With Willie website, you can get access to my marriage site, get free uh, chapter from our marriage book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. You can get access to my youth motivational site. If you've got teenagers who you want to motivate to do more, be more, and maybe stop thinking they know everything, that will help you. If my PBS special is there for young people, the number one selling PBS special for young people in America. My Attitude of Excellence site is there, as well as my corporate site, my faith-based site, my, my uh, uh, entertainment site, my products. You can get all my books and audios and videos and music right there. Winwithwilly.com. Winwithwilly.com. Sign up for the newsletter. We ask to send out a once a week a powerful newsletter uh, about the guests I interview, the lessons I learned, and points that helped me have greater success and that will help you. My guest today is Chris Ullman. He is the strategic communications expert who has people like this on the back of his book, Katie Couric. Adina Friedman, Arthur Levitt, chairman of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, David Rubenstein, founder, co-founder and CEO of the Carlisle Group, billionaire David Rubenstein. So, uh, Chris, you were getting ready to give us a little more insight into your, your whistling and how it has impacted people, including a great story in the book about how President Bush uh, he not just asked you, he he summoned you to come to the White House to whistle for him. Please to give us more about the impact this gift has had on people's lives. Well, birthdays are so special because it's it's a gift from God, life. And yes. for me to be able to enter someone's life for just that, you know, that one minute and whistle a, a song, uh, it, it it's great to honor them. And, but the notes that I get back from people about how I made their day and how it uplifted their heart and just made them feel special, it just warms my heart. Here's a note I got just the other day from a friend. And this is a woman who's in her 60s. And she said, Chris, with an exclamation point, love and thanks to you for my birthday whistle. I'm in my childhood home in Ohio when it arrived. I shared it with my siblings along with your wonderful story. So you brought joy to many people in my life today. Thank you. So, you know, what, what I think happens is that, um, you know, life is difficult and, yeah. and each of us has this opportunity to bring some joy to other people, which is really the whole concept behind the book, which is to find your whistle really means to find your gift. And, and I have this kind of what I call a counterintuitive philosophy, which is rather than try to, quote, change the world, I say, just worry about the person next to you. Mm. And so use your gifts to bring a little joy to the people next to you. And that's what happened with the president. So right. the president. So I worked in the, the White House complex uh, for George W. Bush, but I had never met him. And But he heard about the whistling and then literally summoned me to the Oval Office with 15 minutes notice. And it was, it was really, it was an amazing experience. Uh, and... He was fascinated by it. I think that's why he wanted to meet me and to hear like, what is this crazy whistling thing? Uh, and, and so I, do you want me to tell the story of uh, going to the Oval Office? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then of course okay. you don't have to whistle soon. I mean, we, we okay. got everybody <laughs> on pins and needles here. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so uh, my boss and I, uh, his name is Mitch Daniels. He was, became the governor of Indiana uh, after he left the White House. Anyway, so Mitch and I walk over to the Oval Office, and I, so I, I walk in. I'd never met the president. I'd never been in the Oval Office. It was a wild experience. And so I, I, he's sitting at his desk with his feet up on it, and he's holding an unlit cigar in his hand, kind of just doing whatever he's doing. And then he sees me, but he jumps up, comes around the desk, and says, what's your name? Do you, do you sit? Do you stand? Do you need some water? Who taught you how to whistle? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, he, he was really into it. So we chatted for a few moments, but then he said, whistle for me. Um, and so uh, so I, I'll, I'll do one of those songs. This is uh, A-Train by Duke Ellington. All right. Wow! So, uh, Bravo! <laughs> right. Thank you. Well, the the good news was that even after whistling, I still I kept my job. <laughs> uh, so that was that was a great experience, and and um, you know the president has a tough job, and you know rarely do like these like just fun things happen. So I was able to bring a little joy to the president's heart that day, and um, and you know made him happy, made me happy, and. Um, you know, that, that's really what finding your, your gift, what your whistle is all about. Okay. So the book is really about folks that everybody has a gift. Everybody has some ability. You might not think it's a big deal, but it sets you apart. And it's in, in, in the business world, I call it your USP, uh, your unique selling proposition or position. My Mine is that I am a speaker. There are a lot of speakers, but I'm a speaker who actually can sing. You know, I, 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 I sang for my living for many years and all the music that uh, we play on this show at the beginning and the ending of every segment is my music where I'm singing. And so when I started my speaking business, I was somewhat hesitant to share my, my uh, singing ability. But a friend of mine encouraged me to do it after hearing me sing with a choir. She was a, she was a speaker. She said, you should be singing as part of your program. It changes the environment. It changes the atmosphere. It changes people's hearts. And I started singing as part of my presentations at the end usually. And it was just incredibly successful and had such an impact that it shot me up the up the, the, the ladder of success because I was different. I was willing to do that, which God had gifted me with. So what Chris has already said is a gift is God-given. Ability takes work. Write that one down, everybody. Gifts are God-given. Ability takes work. You must practice. You must perfect it. You must work on it. And Chris, you obviously has done have done that because you got the trills and the thrills and the high notes and the and the uh, little riffs. All of that is part of what you have been able to do. Now, what is interesting is that you found your gift. 
So many people go through life never finding their gift, their purpose, their reason. And they there's, there's an old saying says, where is the richest place in the world? And the answer is the graveyard. All of the people who had great gifts that were gifted to them, ideas, principles, things that were inside of them, but they, they were afraid to show them. They were afraid to use them because they, they, they felt that people might look at them askew or uh, funny. And, and they wear graves with their best song unsung, their best envision and invention undone, their best whistle unwhistled, their best book unwritten because they were afraid. Do you agree with that, Chris? Dr. Jolly, I think that is an amazing point. And one of the things I do in the book is I feature the, the simple gifts of 10 people and the, whose gifts touched my heart. And so I remember calling up this woman once and uh, who, who makes a homemade Christmas card every year. It's my favorite card. She's been sending it literally for 30 years. Mm. I called her up and I said, her name's Kelly. I said, Kelly, I'm going to put you in my book. And she said, Oh no, she said, it's just a simple little thing. And I said, that's the point. Right. I said, right. it is a simple thing. We love your card. It is our favorite card. We get lots of cards at Christmas, but yours is the only homemade one. And it touches our heart in this very simple way. And she was, she was kind of surprised, but that's the whole point is don't think in terms of the world, think in terms of these simple things, because life is really an accumulation of a whole bunch of simple things put together. There are these grand moments, you know, you get a big job, you get a raise, you get married, you get have a kid, you pay off the mortgage. Those are great. I love it. But they rarely happen. Mm. But every day is just a series of these small things. I, I also feature in the book uh, a, a Catholic priest who used to run a homeless shelter, and his, his simple gift is love. And, uh, you know, he didn't, he, he was right in the heart of Washington. You've probably heard of it. Uh, it's called Some So Others Might Eat. And Absolutely. It's a, it's a great organization. His name's uh, Father John Adams. He retired just recently after like 40 years. And his gift is love. And he touched so many hearts. He didn't, he didn't change the world, but he changed the world of these individuals, these homeless people who now have hope and a future because of him and his team. So that's really what it's about. And this is this, and I'd love your thoughts on this, doctor. Every day, each of us wakes up and we encounter scores of other human beings, literally scores yes. of them. And we have a choice. Are we going to treat them as children of God and to share our gifts and to be open to their gifts? Or are we just going to ignore them and pass by them? I'd say we need to interact with, with people and we need to smile and we need to be grateful and to share our gifts and to brighten their days. And that, that's why I whistle. And you do so a good job of it too. We're going to be right back. We got to, we got to hear more of his whistle, but we also want to hear some of the lessons he's learned from billionaires. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly show. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. And I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business and he bought some of my books and audios and how it had a profound impact on his business. And he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his 
note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and thought it to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willa Jolly on the Willa Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast. Across America, around the world, we are so grateful for each and every one of you who have helped us to make this the number one self-help motivational show in the country. And I'm grateful. And then I'm also grateful for our friends at Truist Bank. Truist believes that better lives and communities begin with care. That includes caring a lot about the well-being of their clients, their friends, their community. Truist is really interested in improving the connection between your finances and your personal well-being. So they launched Money and Mindset. It's an online resource to help you build financial confidence and a healthier mindset around your money. I spent time with this Money and Mindset crew. I was interviewed by them and they are awesome. They're the real deal. One good takeaway I found is that when you're on top of your finances, you can enjoy benefits beyond reaching goals. Think reducing stress or feeling greater reassurance knowing that you're better prepared for a financial challenge should it come your way. There's also a Money and Mindset podcast for all the podcast listeners around the world with real talk from real people about money. It's called Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. So I highly recommend you take time, jump onto this great resource. Search Truest Money and Mindset online or head to truest.com and you'll find it in the main menu. Remember when you start with care, you build a dynamic bank, truest. Well, uh, my guest is Chris Allman. He is one of America's top strategic communication experts. Why don't you tell people, because somebody might not know what that means. What is a strategic communication expert? What do you do? Sure. So for 35 years, I've worked in Washington, DC in government and the private sector and a strategic communications expert, our job is to help the, the client communicate effectively to different audiences. So when I worked uh, in Congress, I worked for the, the House Budget Committee at a very crucial time when Republicans had just taken over uh, the, the Congress for the first time in 40 years. So my job was to help uh, the committee communicate to the media, to the public, 
to uh, other parts of the government what we were doing with the budget, but not just a bunch of numbers. You know, that's just kind of the skeleton. Our job was to put flesh on that skeleton to really explain it in human terms. I also do a fair amount of crisis communications when there's a problem because life mm. is not perfect. So when a client has a problem, I help them uh, kind of embrace the problem, not deny it, but embrace it, and then try to explain to, again, different audiences what is going on and what they're doing about it. So it's, it's, it's all about trying to explain either a person or a product or a concept or even an institution and explain what's special about those four things to the their different audiences. So uh, we know of a television show called Scandal that uh, Carrie Washington was a star of. She was a she played a part of a real person. I can't remember the lady's name, but I've met the lady who was a strategic communications person who was a crisis. Her specialty was crisis management and trying to spin the crisis uh, in a different way. Is that correct? Sometimes how you spin it, how you, how you, what's, what, what's the way? Well, spin, spin, I think is a negative word. Okay, good, good, good. Give us a better word. It usually means to try and people are trying to kind of deny reality. Okay. You know, and there, there are people who try to deny reality. I am not that kind of strategic communicator. I, when I advise my clients, it is to accept reality and to manage it. Mm. So the, the thing is not to deny that something has happened. It's to accept reality. And if it's a bad thing that you did, then the goal is to kind of explain what happened and explain what you're going to do about it or how you're going to make the situation better. Well, for example, when I worked at the Carlisle Group, we had a refinery in Philadelphia that blew up. You know, the goal is, you know, you don't deny that it blew up, but you explain what happened and what you're doing about it and uh, how you're and what happened to the people and who was hurt and what how are you helping them uh, and how you're going to make sure this doesn't happen again. You know, because, you know, there's an old exp expression in our business. It's called putting lipstick on a pig. I mean, mm. You can you can put lipstick on a pig and gussy it up and make it not look like a pig, but the, the lipstick's going to wear off. <laughs> My philosophy is let's accept the fact that it's a pig and explain about the pig and what is the situation. And, and I think that's why I've had a successful career because, you know, I speak truth to power. Mm. I tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Too many people in Washington just want to hear the happy, happy. And, you know, life's not always happy, happy. So when they hire me, I, I speak truth. Like one of, all right, So one of the lessons from my, my new book, uh, yes. which I'm working, is just uh, it's going to come out this summer. Uh, this is a lesson about speaking truth to power. One time I was with David Rubenstein, who you mentioned earlier. So he's a, a billionaire. Uh, he's a philanthropist and financier. And one time he gave a speech and you know, we walked off the stage and he said, well, that, that went well. And I said, well, that was terrible. <laughs> wow <laughs> he's like he's like and all he said was why and i said it was terrible because you spoke in front of 2500 people you had a powerpoint with 70 slides on it and and you spoke way too fast i said next time no powerpoint speak slower stop using industry jargon 
so a year later, he did the same speech and he took my advice. He didn't use PowerPoint. He spoke much slower, no industry jargon. It went much better. Wow. And the, there are two lessons there. One is to have confidence to be able to speak truth to power. But the other is about being open to constructive feedback. Now, as a professional speaker and musician, you know better than anyone that yep. to improve, you must be open to feedback. And like that's how I got to be a champion whistler. I'd whistle the same pieces over and over and over thousands of times, always trying to improve, asking people, what can I do better? My new book, I just sent to 25 people. And I said, tell me how I can make this better. And now the feedback is starting to come in. And I don't agree with all of it, but I agree with most of it. And But a lot of people, and this is so sad, aren't interested in constructive feedback. They right. just say, it's my way or the highway. And right. for your listeners out there, if you want to be fulfilled in life, if you want to be the best you can be to harness those God-given talents, you must be open to feedback because it's the only way to improve. Right. I just wrote a note. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. Amen. And, <laughs> and, and that's the truth. Uh, let's talk a little bit about David Rubenstein. You mentioned him. I met him at uh, the Library of Congress. and. I did something. I walked up to him uh, against the advice of the people who had brought me. And I said, I want you on my XM show. Cause they had told me, you know, this is a big shot. He's a billionaire. Don't bother him. But you, you write about in the book that one of his secrets to becoming a billionaire and to raising the amounts of money he has raised for philanthropic projects is that he says, you must be relentless. You must be bold. You must not stop trying. Am I right? That, that is so true. So I admire the fact that you went up to him and and he's a nice guy. Yeah, he was very nice. <laughs> uh, and so one time, and it's another lesson about being relentless. And David is relentless in getting what he wants. But he's I mean, he's always fair. It's not like he he bludgeons people with a, you know, with a bat. So one time I went up to him and I said, listen, I'm, I'm raising money for a charitable cause. It was actually the Red Cross. Uh-huh. And, and I said, I need some tips. And he said, you have to be relentless. He said, I don't give money unless someone asks me five times. He wow. said, but on the, on the fifth time, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to him. So I was relentless because one other time uh, I raised money for an organization. I sent out a note to my friends and I said, please give to this cause. And some people did and some people didn't. I raised $10,000, but I didn't follow up with them and I didn't go back five times. This, so this for the Red Cross fundraiser, I was relentless like David and I raised $30,000, three times as much because people say, oh yeah, yeah, I'll give, but then they don't. And then you see him in the hallway at work and you say, hey, you promised to give me $1,000 for the Red Cross. Let me see the check. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually they will give it to you. And you know they don't get mad at you because it's not like, they're giving the money to me. I'm I'm raising it for a good cause. And the Red Cross is a great organization. So being relentless, like if if you want something, you know, like actually, here's a good example. I wanted to be one of the artists in residence at High Point. Yes. And I, I had to figure out how to make that happen. And I actually am friends with another one of our fellow artists in residence, Bill Kennard. Right. And so I went to Bill and I said, Bill, how do I make this happen? And he said, I'm going to help you make that happen. And by the way, Bill Kennard's former uh, chairman of the FCC, I believe it is. He, that is correct. Yeah, and, okay. and a former colleague of mine at the Carlisle Group. And he's Got a it. F- 
former ambassador and amazing man. Right. So he, he helped me make that happen. So I had to tap into all the resources around me to, to get something that I wanted. And, and so your listeners know, so Dr. Jolly and I, we will, will mentor students. We will give them a career advice. We talk about our, our professions, public speaking and communications. And, you know, because we're giving back, you know, we're sharing our whistles with people. Right, right. Uh, so we're on this topic of lessons you learn from billionaires, millionaires and powerful people. Give us a few more, please. Here's one that's so, so important. One of the founders at Carlisle, he's a billionaire also, his name's Dan Daniello. And one time he gave an interview with a reporter and the reporter said, tell me about your background. And, and Dan said, I grew up with a single mom. Uh, we had a, uh, a little apartment above a shop that his uncle owned. And he said, look at me today, I'm a billionaire today. And he said, I am so grateful that I levitate out of bed with gratitude. Mm. Let, think about that levitate out of bed with gratitude to be so grateful for what he has. And that is the most important lesson. I have 49 lessons in this new book. That is the most important lesson because I am blessed. Many of us have many blessings, but I think we, we take them for granted many times. We should, we should levitate out of bed with gratitude, giving praise to God Almighty for what we have. As you say, he, he gives us an underlying skill, but then we have to develop it. He's not going to hand everything to us. Right. But heck, just think about your re your refrigerator and your stove. You know, Thomas Jefferson was didn't have those things. He'd be amazed if he had them today. But we have them and we take them for granted. Folks, that's why I wanted Chris Allman on, because he got a book of these lessons from billionaires, what they did to become billionaires did it and how they maintain it. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about more of those lessons. And then I'm going to have him whistle uh, one of my favorite uh, songs. And you're going to hear why he's a world champion and how he found his whistle and how he's encouraging you to do the same. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, the best is still yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me when you need me. You can call on me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. You can call me. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided 
to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show with America's number one strategic communications expert, Chris Ullman. He is also an artist of residence at High Point University. Also has a company where he his clients include David Rubenstein with the Carlisle Group and many others. Billionaires who have he, who he's worked with directly and he has learned from. Now, before we get into where they can uh, uh, what they can do to become billionaires themselves, where can they get this book? Find your whistle. Where can they get this book? Find your whistle. Simple gifts, touch hearts, and change lives. Well, uh, you can get my book on Amazon.com and uh, find your whistle as a title. Uh, You can get it at Barnes and Noble also. Uh, So those are the two easiest places to get it. And where can they reach you in case they want to have you come speak, come whistle, or they want to hire you for your strategic communications (laughs) expertise? Well, this is easy. It's just my name, ChrisUllman.com, C-H-R-I-S-U-L-L-M-A-N.com. All right. So you are a strategic communications expert. You're an artist in residence at High Point University. You're teaching the young people there. And then you're a world-class, award-winning champion whistler. Uh, all right. So here's, this is a, uh, a, a fast, uh, this, is, this is a fun song. This is uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy. And I did okay, this great. at the top of the Washington Monument in Washington on the outside. What? All right. During the remember, there was an earthquake. Yes. And then they put up scaffolding on the outside, and David Rubenstein paid to fix it. And I got us a photo shoot at the top on the outside. So I, I think he paid ten million dollars. Am I right? He did. Yeah. yeah okay. that's, a, that's a lot of money. All right. Here we go.
Wow. <laughs> That's the riffs and the, the twills and the riffs and the twills and the, the, uh, the different little uh, um, musical parts in there. I, as a musician, I am so impressed with that. That, oh, is, thank you, sir. that is incredible. Okay. So every interview, I do something and I want to kind of combine two points of interest here. I want you to talk about some of the lessons from your new book, the, the lessons you learned from billionaires, millionaires, and successful achievers. But I also want you to talk about the Yagatas. Now, for those who listen every week, they know that I ask my guests if I were to pick you up and we were to go to Howard University, American University, Georgetown, or High Point University, and go into a business class and tell the students, hey, we're going to help you become more uh, successful in your business uh, aspirations. What are some your goddess, your goddess that you've learned from some powerful people that you could share with students? Oh, I'm so excited to share a couple uh, with your listeners. So this is one I call be an advisor, not a message taker, being a, a message taker. So this is what that means. So there are two types of people in life. There are those who, when there's a problem, they write it down dutifully. They go to someone and say, here's the problem. Mm. What do you want to do? And so you're just dumping this on someone else's lap. A, that's a message taker. An advisor says, here's the problem, writes it down, comes up with, does a lot of research, comes up with options. We can do X, Y, or Z. Comes up with a preference, then goes to the boss and says, boss, we got a problem. Here is the situation. Here are the options. I recommend option uh, option two. Now let's talk about it. Hmm. Now, that is a huge, huge lesson. Being an advisor, not a message taker. Because like what it, it takes is, it takes courage. Because you have to take a stand. You have to right. do the research. And you have to be wise enough to be able to say, there are three options. I prefer the second option. And this is why. And you have to be able to convince the boss that this is the right thing. That said, there's a whole bunch of factors going on here. So be an advisor, non-message taker. That is, it's just I love huge. That. Yes. Here, here's another good one. This one's called think like your successor every day. So you say, mm. what does that mean? Well, you and I and everyone here uh, listening to us, they go to the, the office. Let's say they go to the office every day and they sit at their desk and they, they turn on their computer and kind of today was like yesterday and tomorrow is going to be like today. So you get set in your ways. And but if you got fired or you quit or you died, someone else would sit in that same chair and look at the same computer and they would do your job. And on day one, they'd come in and they'd say, hey, Chris did this over here. and This was brilliant. Wow. And then Chris did this stuff over here. And this is kind of average. And then Chris did this stuff over here. That's just crazy. What was Chris thinking? We're not going to do that crazy stuff anymore. Well, if you, I don't want to wait for someone to come in and look at my crazy stuff. I want to get rid of the crazy stuff. So this is what it means to think like your successor every day is every day I'm going to go to the office and I'm going to be open to feedback. I'm going to be open to constructive criticism. I'm going to be humble. I'm going to actively seek out different perspectives so that I can take the crazy and turn it into average and I can take the average and turn it into great. But it's amazing how people don't want to do that. 
you give them a new idea and they're like, I oh, know I'm not interested in that or or that's too hard or that's too radical or, you know, that makes me, you know, you know, whatever. And that is a bad attitude. You to think like your successor every day is to be open to feedback and to turn good into great. So it's, it's a huge, huge thing. I can go on and on. And go, on, give me another I, one. We got, we got at least one more. Give me at least. One. All right. All right. Um, let's see here. This is actually, this is a really good one. This is about humility. So, and, and about giving back to, to people. So one of the founders at Carlisle was named Bill Conway. He's another billionaire. And so think about this. Every day he'd go to church. Every morning he'd go to the office and they'd walk to church. And along the way, he would talk to his friends. And he'd say, what are his friends doing at 7.30 in the morning? Well, his friends were homeless people. Mm. So Bill actually became friends with these homeless people and he was scared of them at first because stigma, you know, they're stigmatized that they're dirty and smelly and they're dangerous. So why would a billionaire go and and be in their personal space? But the, but he learned their names. There's one guy named Lorenzo and he bought Lorenzo shoes and then he gave Lorenzo food. And then he said, I, I can't ignore these people anymore. I need to do something about it. So then Bill found a homeless shelter and gave them ten million dollars. Wow. Then, and this is the amazing part, Bill then would walk around the offices at Carlisle with hundreds of $10 gift cards to Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, and he would give these gift cards to staff and say, I will give a hundred of these to you if you promise to carry them with you at all times and give them to the homeless people you encounter on the street and find out their names. And they, they are people too. So he's a billionaire walking around the office. He could have been doing a hundred other things. So I, to this day, here's my wallet. Here is my car. I carry these Starbucks cards. And I have a little, I made a card on the back that tells them where to go for help. And that's because of a, a billionaire taught me how to do that. Wow. And it's about humility and it's about knowing that, you know, there but for the grace of God go I. So it's, so this book is not just a book, a book about how to become wealthy. It's about fulfillment. It's about success in your spiritual life, in your professional life, in your giving life. This is about being the best you. It's not just like how to become wealthy. I'm not against well, that, of course. Of course, because you've worked, you've been with many wealthy people. But what I think what you are showing in that is that wealth is a result of who you are. You are not a result of your wealth. In other words, what you are, how you, how your principles are, your givingness, your thinking, your relentlessness, your courageous faith, all of those are what created the person that generates or attracts wealth. Am I right about it? Yes. Amen. No, that's exactly Amen. it. Amen. Well, again, uh, we get in touch with you. Where can they get your resources? How can they get uh, your book? All the above. Please, one more time. All right. So my book is uh, available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Love to have you read it. It will really change your life. This is the book on finding your gift because it's not all about you. We need to to put to, to share our gifts with other people and brighten their lives. And then you can learn more about me at uh, chrisolman.com, chrisolman.com. And then you are, have you been to High Point this year already? Or are you? I, yes, I was there a month ago. I was there for five days, which was wow. amazing. I gave like five different lectures. I met with a bunch of students. 
they're a really bright group. Uh, and Nito Cobain, as you noted, is an amazing leader, uh, doing great things at the school. And High Point, if you're interested in, in having your kids check out a really cool school, High Point University in Greensboro, North Carolina is amazing. Um, so uh, really proud to be affiliated with them. And I am as well. And I was there in September for my time on campus. I spoke five times as well, keynotes, five keynotes, and spoke for the students and did a number of other events. It's an incredible campus, nothing like I've ever seen. And Nito Cobain is by far the wisest man I know. So he will be on this show uh, this season again. Again, I want to thank uh, all of you for continuing to share this show with your friends and family members. And then out again, want to thank Truist Financial. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. Truist, I encourage you to go to truist.com. Look for Money and Mindset with Brighton Brian. It will inspire you. Lastly, I encourage everybody to go to winwithwilly.com. Get a free chapter from my marriage book and then watch us every Monday night for the Jolly Marriage Show, nine o'clock Eastern time on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram and Willy Jolly LinkedIn Live. And then get my resources, my books, my videos. They will encourage, they will inspire, they'll make you better and you'll grow. Hey, this is Dr. Willy Jolly on the Willy Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is still yet to come. Make it a great day. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed 
and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.